Isaac, Ryan, are the Braves good? Yes. <laughs> Man, I was going to say the same thing. Gosh, I mean, are we? Yeah, we're the freaking 2021 World Series champions. Okay. And until somebody takes it away from us, we're freaking Heck the best. Yeah, That's Heck too yeah, easy. Welcome to Are the Braves Good? It's a good Braves podcast today. I'm joined by my good friends Isaac Andrews and Ryan Jackson. I am Garrett Romine, and this has been a long time coming, boys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> How are you guys today? Uh, well, hopefully good right now, and maybe we won't get blown away by a tornado here in a minute. Yeah, yeah man. That's kind of what I was thinking about. I had to drive over a bridge on the way here. And uh, it was pretty sketchy, but uh, I drove past a FedEx truck, and I had this vision in my mind that it was going to blow over and just crush me, and I was going to die on my way to a Braves podcast. <laughs> that would have been rad. Imagine the worth stories. It, <laughs> it would have been worth it. Oh, yeah. Man. How no. long? How, how long have we been trying to do this? I have been trying to do a Braves podcast forever. The issues were that I didn't know how to do that and couldn't find people to do it, and so. Um, here we are and so yeah dude here we freaking are can we say freaking should i should i yeah. bleep freaking Mm-mm. i'll leave it i've said it too many times now um but yeah i'm very excited to hang out with you two guys and uh and make some insanely insightful information same in the in this yeah whatever um cool <laughs> well uh before we get started for those of you who may care about the Braves and not care about us at all. Or maybe some of you don't care about the Braves and do care about us, which that's cool too. Mm-hmm. We wanted to just uh, do a couple of icebreakers before we get started. Uh, I'm going to do one and Isaac's going to do one. And I don't know what Isaac's going to ask, but just have one ready. You can go next. Little pop questions. Here's my first one. A nice, a nice Braves one, but just to kind of for the people to know what's up, I would like to know. You can claim it now if you want to just put your stake in the ground for somebody this season, or if there's someone from uh, past seasons that you're just going to continue on with. Who's your ride or die guy? Like, doesn't mm. matter if they're good. Uh, mm. It doesn't matter if they're bad. That's mm. your dude that you're going to defend them to the end. If you take mine, I'm going to be mad, but I'll go last. I'm I'm going to go first. And my ride or die, I mean, it's so cliche, but it's Ronald Acuna Jr. And, like, how can it not be? Mm. I mean, I know we're going to get into this, but Freddie's gone. 13's Who? captain of the ship. Who? Yikes. I forgot. Ugh. Oh, God. I was watching highlights today. Sorry. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to bring out the, 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 the tissues or something. Oh, my God. Maybe. Or are we? I, you were like, dude, this guy wasn't even that good. Like, what? No, dude. I really did. I forgot that he struck out seven times in a row in the NLCS, oh, and I yeah. was like, yeah, dude, see ya. <laughs> and then Get totally, it doesn't matter that he hit a home run to basically to win the NLDS. Who cares about that? Nah, <laughs> nah literally, like he was the most useless, useless player on the Braves yeah. last year. Yeah, he caught a, a pop up in foul territory. It was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I saw I saw him t- do his first at bat in spring training today for the Dodgers. And oh I was my like, gosh! Frick that guy. Just All right. Typical. It was just like opposite field, right past the shortstop, shallow uh, outfield. What a joke! Uh, Isaac, who's your ride or die guy? 
Man, I'll tell you what. If you pick mine, I'm going to be mad. So I'm, close. I'm not. I'm not going to pick yours. And probably mine, nobody will pick this guy, I promise you. But ever since I heard this guy's name, saw him for the first time, saw him pitch, Tuki Tassant. Oh, Whoa. I like it. It is a great name. Every, yeah, great name, great hair. Every time, every time I see ball. him, great curveball. Yeah. Every time I see him, it's like I don't care if he lets up forty-seven runs in a third of an inning. He does that. Like <laughs> he's my guy. Like as I like, I'll, I would put him back out there just for the heck of it, just because I like him. I love the fact that he's still around. Yeah. Yes, because we could have given up on him a thousand times. I don't know if anybody else wants him, but I do. I don't, that's why he's still around, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he's got good stuff. That's if how he could ever figure it out. That's yeah. how Sean Newcomb is. However, they just said today his contract mm-hmm. is is uh, non guaranteed. So, who, who knows about that? He'll guy. probably be cut next week. My favorite, my ride or die guy is Luke Jackson. Hundred mm. percent. I love Luke Jackson so much. I think he's great. I and part of that reason is because my dad hates him. And so when I was watching with him, I was like, give him a break. And then it just kind of became this thing where I was like, doesn't matter what happens. I love Luke Jackson. I bought a Luke Jackson sweatshirt after he gave up the home run to Cody Bellinger. <laughs> wore it proudly. And one thing I'm I'm a little bit upset about this because I was so close, but like three seasons ago when he was the closer Oh my gosh. I told my dad, I was like, Luke Jackson is going to close out a World Series game. Mark my words. And in game six of the World Series, even though we were up like six, there were two men on, I think, when we had the last out or something like that. Yeah. At least one man on. And Luke Jackson was in the bullpen in the ninth while Will Smith was pitching. And I just thought, if if Will lets up a run or two and they bring out Luke Jackson and he pitches the close out of the World Series, I had called it three years ago. And so right. it didn't happen, but it I was going to say, happened. so you told that whole story just to say it didn't happen. But it was so close. <laughs> it was a cool story. <laughs> that was a cool story. Remember that it time cool Will story. Smith was our closer? God, those were the days. Oh, gosh. Man. Will Smith. How about Kenley Jansen, though? Changing his walkout song. Yeah. I mean, it'd be weird if That's it was buying. still about California. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, because he's not from California, you know? And he also doesn't play there. All right. This podcast is all about questions. The main one being, are the Braves good? Uh, A question that last year we were asking ourselves in September. So uh, I feel like it's just going to happen that we will be asking ourselves that question all year. I hope not. It'd be awesome to know we were good. But I just have a feeling that even though our roster is good, like we only got three pitchers. So I'm sure that at some point we're going to be like, are we even good? Uh, Which... I mean, we know we, we know we are good, but it's still like anything can happen. Right, anything can happen. Um, so yeah, uh, we're just here to answer questions for you fans out there who maybe uh, don't know a lot about baseball, but like the Braves. You know, uh, there's lots of Braves podcasts that I listen to that I think we listen to that uh, we love, but what? But it's just like it's very informational. And, and not like for not for the, the fan. yeah not for the casual general fan you know and I feel like that's what I feel like maybe we're the above average fan yeah. trying to help the casual fan yeah because I was a casual fan yeah um and 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 so we want to help you on your journey like I will I will say mm-hmm. one thing that's cool about the three of us is that Brian was one of those people for me like. The reason I am as big of a Braves fan as I am is because of Ryan. So where to did, go, Ryan? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Good it's, job, it's Ryan. It's true. Yeah. It's not just 
bull for the pod. It's it's a true fact. Um, so, all right, let's uh, let's do let's do the, let's, let's do the first question. Mm, kind of scared. <laughs> I, I imagine in post I'll say question number one, and there'll be a big boom, but that won't happen. But just for you listeners, Thank just God. have that happen in your head as I say question one. It's question like one, big boomy, yeah. Question one. Is Freddie Freeman a villain? Hmm. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. To me, he is man. Gosh, I think if you if <laughs> if you watch that press conference, <laughs> I, I was not in the Freddie's a villain camp until I watched that press conference, and I walked away. I had a jersey hanging in my closet <laughs> with the tags on it that had a 2021 World Series champions patch on it. Oh my gosh. And I took it to the freaking post office and I got my money back. So to me, Freddie is a villain. Will I cheer when he comes back if I'm in that stadium? Probably, because everybody else will be. But dude, that press conference, man, in LA. It was brutal. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Hey, but that's my take. But we're all human, so we are. So it's according to Fred. We're all human. Yikes. Isaac? I don't I don't know, man. It's just like with everything I've been seeing on Twitter, all the videos, all the whatever, like it's kinda it's kinda hard to 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 kind of wrap your finger around what to believe and whatever about Freddie. And so for me, sorry Ryan, I do not I don't I necessarily don't think he's the whole villain in the situation. I don't know, like I honestly don't even know if there is a villain in the situation. I just think I just think there's just kind of like two different camps going in two different directions. Like it's like everybody had to make a decision and some people didn't like one decision. Some people like that decision. And then there's just a whole lot of just whatever going on. If anyone's, if anyone's the villain, it's probably Freddie's agent, right? Yeah. yeah. I would like say so. That guy yeah. feels like all the signs point to that guy freaked up. I would yeah. say that, but, you know, the whole question about, did you see Anthopolis' tears? And he said, yeah, I saw him. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Like, I, what does that mean? I like, obviously, it. the guy cared about you, and it's not his yeah. fault that you're not in Atlanta. We, yeah. I also saw a story that Anthopolis called uh, Friedman, I think is what that yeah. know, GM's name, yeah. and was like, congrats on getting such a great dude, like stand-up yeah. guy. Like, I I feel like if, if Anthopolis is like, emotional presser on my, last Monday was was like fake or exaggerated you could have been able to tell like yes it, mm-hmm. also uh that would be pretty low yeah. and, and he doesn't have a reason to he's the GM you know what I mean so like anyway so I I also understand Freddie being upset about the fact that he heard about the trade for Olsen like on on Twitter probably you know so I, I understand his frustration but it feels to me like with uh, with the story about the uh, ultimatum with the two offers, uh, having an hour to do that. And Anthopolis was like, no. And at that point, and Anthopolis has said, he's got to answer that. He's, he's got to yeah. uh, accept or deny that in an hour. And when he said no, it's like, that's over. And and then mm-hmm. days passed and now he's, he's moving yeah. on. So that's also why I think it kind of comes back to the agent. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is like, you can say AA is the AA is the the villain in this whole situation because he had to do all these business moves. He wasn't thinking about Freddie and what Freddie meant. And you see a thing about what Freddie's dad said that Freddie was like heartbroken whenever he heard 
the trade for Olsen that just like blindsided them both. Like you could take, you could take that side. Then you could look at the, what Freddie said about AA's tears and like, I don't know, man, I just, I still don't think like everything's been heard maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I see what you're saying. It's hard to get a, a grip on that whole situation. You know, maybe later on down the road, some more stuff will come out, but it seems like Freddie wanted to be back, and he's not. And if, that sucks. If the Olsen trade happened on Friday, then, like, that's, that's different. That's crazy. But, I mean, I know four days isn't a long time, but, but like, in the abbreviated time that free agency was, oh, I mean, yeah. free agency was open at, like, 6 p.m. on Thursday, mm -hmm. and the trade happened at, like, 1 p.m. on Monday. Mm -hmm. That's almost four days that yeah. Freddie could have signed the deal, you yeah. know? We were, so, literally, we, we were literally counting the seconds. Um, why, hadn't, why hadn't Freddie signed the deal yet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so again, if, it's hap if it happens on, on Friday, it's a different story. It's like, wow, he didn't, let, he didn't let a day pass before, but, like, four days in that, like, time scheme, I mean, it feels like enough time to get something done or yeah. to at least to let the Braves know, like, hey, you're the favorite. Like, give oh, me yeah. some time. But obviously, like, it doesn't feel like that happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, say, say what you want about the money, too. Oh. He, I mean, he didn't even, he didn't even get that much more money than what the Braves were offering. Mm -hmm. He got the sixth year, though. So, yeah. I guess that's what he wanted. I, I feel like, I, I have a suspicion that, the same thing that happened with Brian McCann will happen with Freddie. People were mad that Brian McCann went to, mm. did he go to the Astros first or the Yankees first? Yeah, Yankees. Yankees first. It's like, so people are going to be mad that Freddie left the Braves to go to the team with all the money, right? And then I think five or six years down the road, Freddie will come back to the, well, I guess six or seven years down the road, Freddie will come back to the Braves, take a season of DH, all will be forgiven and we'll love him forever. But, maybe I think, <laughs> but I think, that he is going to get booed in July. Sorry, in June. Whenever, That's a hot take. Whenever wow. he comes back. And I think it's because, well, okay, it's a dramatic take, but we're talking about a very dramatic group of fans too. Ah, that's and true. so I think had the press conference not happened, it's good. Like people are upset, but people aren't like mad. And I think the press conference made some people mad because yeah. like people were getting Anthopolis signatures at spring training. Like, mm -hmm. so the fact that he went after Anthopolis a little bit, I think people, so mm -hmm. I don't think he's going to get booed forever, but I, I think, I think there's, it's going to be some mixed. Um, Here's some mixed a question. Emotions. Here's a question. If Freddie, if Freddie left after the 2020 season, after his MVP season, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Do you think he would have got booed this year? Or maybe even two years ago, the 2019 season. Hmm. I feel like the main reason he's going to get booed is because of, like, after the World Series win, he was like, everybody knows this is where I want to be. And so at that point, everyone's wondering, where's Freddie going to be? And it's like, well, according to him, he's yeah. going to be back on the Braves. So I feel hmm. like him saying that so much is why I think it happened. So maybe not if it happens before. It's just kind of that classic thing of, like, He's been here so long and played so well and never won a ring. He wants a ring. He leaves to get it. Respect. So I feel like maybe he doesn't get booed back then, but. Yeah. I think, too, you know, at the parade and the the thing in the stadium, you know, a couple guys stepping up and saying, re-sign Freddie, mm -hmm. you know, and that I think the whole fan base at that point was like, all right, AA, you better freaking do it. Oh, yeah. And like, so, you know, when he didn't and we make the trade, Freddie's gone. 
you know, I think instantaneously everybody was like, Alex Anthopoulos is an idiot, yeah. you know? And then all the other stuff comes out, and now, you know, I think the fan base is more in the camp of the GM than, oh, yeah. than the player. At least I am. That's my take, you know? Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely more on AA's side than Freddie. Well, um, the biggest question with Freddie departing is, like, obviously the dude hits – third or I guess second as of late and uh he also is left-handed and so who was going to be that replacement and so we'll obviously see Matt Olson being left-handed uh coming in we don't have to talk about Matt Olson a lot you guys certainly can I for one because he's in the AL on the west coast didn't really know anything about him until Monday but I fell in love with him about 12 about 2 p.m on Monday I would say yeah. <laughs> after knowing about Dude, him his, for just just an hour hits oh the gosh. ball a long way Oh my gosh. Insane stats. Um, so, but yeah, having him in, you know, at the top of the, near the top of the order as a left-handed bat in that place where Freddie was is great. Rosario coming back in the, in the left-handed spot, Big time. presumably hitting lead off with the, the lefty righty stuff. I guess moving on to the next question to get off of the Freddie stuff and maybe into a little bit more cheeriness. Uh, <laughs> how do you guys feel about the lineup? Or as I have written here, are you worried about anyone coming back down to earth this year? Yeah, talking about Rosario, I think, I think, I, th- I think in a lot of Braves fans' minds, they're gonna take the small sample size that he had in that month that he was literally the greatest baseball player known to man, and where he would just get a hit every time. And I feel like a lot of the Braves fans are gonna expect that throughout the entire season. Or at least see glimpses glimpses of that throughout the entire season, and obviously, Mike Trout can't do that. Juan Soto can't do that. Acuna can't do that. It's just not going to be possible. And so, he may have an average season, but to the to 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 the Braves fan base, casual fan, whatever, they may see that as a letdown season, even though he's really just doing average things batting three seven or two seventy with twenty home runs and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, if if we're talking about candidates to come back down to earth, you gotta talk about Rosario. I mean, dude, the NLC I was just watching the highlights before I came here. Like what he did in the NLCS was just unbelievable. And so I think, oh you know, like Isaac said, it was like if he if he comes out and just it really is just himself. Like I think you know, some oh, yeah. people may be like, what the heck happened to Eddie Rosario? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like most Braves players, because he was in the AL for most of his career, if not all of it before this, right? So, like, he come, we're introduced to him, and then he hits a cycle on five pitches. So, it's like, how does that – that guy's great. I do think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him because he's probably going to lead off, and, like, yeah. Braves fans used to seeing Acuna lead off. Yeah. Um, but I do think something interesting about Rosario is that he's in a lineup full of power guys, and, like, for for people more like – uh, more like me who have been a casual Brave fan for a long time and really been into it the last couple of years, the only real like contact guys that we've seen are like Enciarte and Marquecas. Everybody else the Braves seem to have are streaky home run hitters. Nice. And then um and so I do think one thing that Rosario has going for him is that like being a leadoff guy, his main goal is to just get on base and not to have to hit the ball far. And so hopefully if he can embrace that approach that he can have a pretty good season. He's not having to get a guy in. He's the guy trying to get in and I think that might help him out yeah I agree with that I think that's more his game anyway like even when he hits home runs you know it's not I don't think he's up there trying to so I mean I think I think he'll be effective in that spot Mm -hmm. 
another 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 group of people I think may take a step back this year. Sadly, the old night shift. Mm. I mean, just just like Rosario, like the expectations that we or the potential that we saw in in, in September and, and a little bit of a little bit in October, just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, hope hopefully hopefully we see glimpses of that throughout the year. I mean, we got McHugh, we got Jansen, we got Kirby Yates coming back in August September. Um, who was the other guy we got? Was there somebody else? I think those were that was kind of the core. Yeah, that was it. I mean, I mean, we didn't get any weaker. We definitely got stronger. Yeah, I agree with that. And so again, I think the bullpen is going to be lights out this year, but may not be to expectation that we saw in. October. Yeah. Well, especially because last September, if I would have said, I bet you a dollar Will Smith doesn't give up a run, you would say, I'll take that bet. Because oh my gosh. if I said any, any, like Will Smith was, everyone loved to hate him. No blown saves, no earned runs in the whole playoff run. So yeah. I think it's good to see that they'll, you know, put the pedal to the metal when it's time. But, um, but obviously, as long as, as long as they're, Getting us to the playoffs and delivering in the playoffs before, but the but the good thing is too is like last time, uh, th- this is this is more of like a, a a preference of manager style, but I you know lots of people were complaining about the fact like if we're up by one run, it's like, uh, Jackson Matzik Smith. If we're down by one run, it was like Santana and Webb, and just like it's like a winnable game, and we're throwing yeah. those guys out there. This year though. Like the down by one run guys are gonna be Jackson and Minter and McHugh, you know, yeah. and maybe even Smith there. And the up by one guys are gonna be uh, Matzik and uh, Jansen, and Jansen and yeah. Smith and those Smith, kind of guys. Yeah. And and so that's gonna be interesting too because I think in the past we've seen we've got we've got two and a half on average guys that can shut down all the rest of the guys we don't know what we're gonna get. And this time, you know, at least on paper and hopefully. Uh, we have a couple more guys that we you know can go in there and get it done, mm-hmm. which will be uh, a really cool thing too. So I, I think the bullpen is exciting and expensive. So that's <laughs> part of the reason why I think uh, it's crazy that that Jansen's getting like sixteen and Will Smith's getting like seven to eight and Matzik's getting one point four. That's my mind. Crazy. Golly. With Jansen being here and presumably taking the ninth inning. Do y'all think Will Smith takes a step back in production? I mean, that's I guess we'll see. I don't yeah. know. I mean, because because like I think I think I, th- I think maybe because he doesn't have the edge that he always had going into the ninth, saying like the ninth every night is mine. Yeah, like I can pitch the ninth inning for 162 games. Yeah, you know, like he doesn't have that edge anymore. I mean, he could still close out a game. Yeah. But if he's pitching in the seventh, in the sixth, like, yeah. does he have that edge? I think it's possible. I mean, you see that with a lot of guys. Like, you'll see it in in postseason, you know, when they'll bring the closer in, not in the ninth, you know, just to kind of hold a lead. And they're not as sharp. They're not who they are in the ninth. And so, you know, I think that's – I don't know. Maybe maybe his attitude towards the whole thing, you know, just because he was like, hey, whatever you need to do, let's get better. Let's get another ring, another parade. Like, maybe that – helps him just, you know, be even better. Because, he honestly, he was not that great last year, like, until the postseason. 
uh, the yeah, eye test. Facts. On on paper, on he test. wasn't he yeah. wasn't actually terrible. I've never but. seen a closer give up that many freaking so, yeah. piss missiles to the <laughs> warning track to get a save. Need a fleet piss? Are we good? No, Everybody, we're good. We'll put we'll put up a poll on Instagram. Can we say piss? Everybody Gosh, yeah. But I mean, y'all know y'all know I I I rode with that dude like in our group text after every game. Yeah. Like he when he would come in, everybody would be like, Oh God, oh God, oh God. And I'd be like, best closer in baseball. <laughs> so, and then magically in the playoffs, he, he became, was he, he became was. The best but like but even talking about coming closers coming in early, I mean, this is only one example, but Hater is one of the best closers in the league and Freddie hit the home run in the eighth inning. He did. And so like he does not give up homers to lefties. Yeah. That's tough. So um going back a little bit to uh kind of maybe the last major question. I don't know. There's definitely two more major questions. But uh, one thing that we're surprised to see is no Pache. And a lot of people thought he was going to start the year at center field. Uh, no Solaire, which uh, mm. it was like uh, it was like cool to say he was a bad outfielder. And maybe the metrics said so. But I remember last year uh, Rosario having blunders, mm-hmm. uh, Duvall having blunders, mm-hmm. and Jock having blunders. I, re- I remember zero Solaire errors. He he might have not been quick to the ball, but the ball didn't get by him, and he got the ball. I mean, I thought he played right field as good as someone who should play left field could play right field or whatever. But like he's the uh, now he's the new. Alfonso Soriano, terrible defense, great bat. Yeah, but but my thing is, he's got that rep of terrible defense, and chances are we're not going to see if he's good or not this year because he'll DH for the Marlins all year. But I bring up that to say that it looks like at the beginning of the year, our left fielder is going to be Ozuna. Yes. Our center fielder is going to be uh, Duvall, which is fine, but he's, he's you know. He's not he's, your prototypical center fielder. Nope. And our right fielder will be Rosario, which um, seems like Rosario's best plays in the outfielder when he is not looking at the ball. So, <laughs> but, so I, don't, I guess. So, but but I mean, as much as we love slash like, I don't I don't want to I don't want to say that I love Marcelo Zuna on the pot. But as much as those guys <laughs> in the outfield are could be exciting at the plate, do the Braves have the worst? Defensive outfield? No, they don't because of the Phillies. But for the sake of the question, <laughs> the, the Braves have the worst defensive outfield, at least to start the year without Acuna out there. Yeah. I mean, if it, okay, Duvall in center, we've seen him, we like, we saw him last year. Like, he spent, he spent the majority of the, like, he was our primary center fielder last year. Like, he played, the, he literally played the most games in center field for the Atlanta Braves last year. And so, him in center field, we could do better, but it's not the worst thing. Azuna and left. I mean, Nightmare. again, yeah. I mean, he's just like what? But he, I mean, he was like an average left fielder. He wasn't. He wasn't terrible. I mean, he was a little terrible, but it was average. <laughs> but Rosario and right field, and just the speed. Like, there's literally like we're like two out of ten in speed in outfield. Bad. Yeah. Not yeah. good. And then. Our our outfield savior is coming off of an ACL tear, so it's not like yeah. we're getting like yeah. that much I mean, more. I'm looking at the roster right now. We have Alex Dickerson, which is like how old is he? 31. He'll get some looks. Marcelo Zuna, Rosario, Heredia, possible center field candidate. I forgot about Heredia. To be Drew honest. Waters, which side note, I'm high on. Me too. Uh, Acuna, whenever he comes back in May, and Duval. And notably missing, as Ryan and I were talking yeah, about Yeah, I noticed uh, watching highlights on Twitter and stuff, 
Michael Harris, man, is on a tear, and he's not on the 40-man. Wow. Is there a he's chance, not. you know, he makes that roster somehow, some way? Ryan, will you tell us about the 40-man, just for anyone listening, kind of what that is? Ooh, I may be the wrong guy to ask that. Mm. Well, you can Isaac. also just make something up, and then they won't know that you're lying. Yeah, well. so the 40-man, the 40-man, as I understand it, is the 40 guys that the major league team can call up and down at any time. Yeah, at any time. Yeah. As far as their contract allows. Yeah. Right. And it keeps them from like the Rule 5 draft. Correct. Like that. That's true, yes. Correct. Which yeah. the Rule 5 draft, there's just some with baseball. That's something that we've been talking about here for the listeners is that there's just rabbit holes where you just keep going into yeah. the abyss of confusion. Let's not talk about the Rule 5 but, draft. It's just basically not a chance. The time. It's just a chance <laughs> for minor leaguers who don't make it to the majors to move to another team after a certain yeah. amount of time or whatever. So. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, you know, Michael Harris, I don't know if he'll make the roster, but he, he looks good. Did he get sent down to a minor, minor league camp? Not yet. Mm. He's still hanging around. He is. He does have an error in the outfield. I know. But uh, he had an error in game one that kept the no-hitter from happening in, in the top of the ninth. <laughs> oh, but but he also has had lots of good hits at the plate. Yeah, um, and he's stealing bags. Like, he can he can move, man. I don't know. Yeah. I did see something where uh, one of the actual Braves professional writers said that he probably needs another year down in the minors mm-hmm. just to get his feet wet because like he hasn't played double uh, A ball yet. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So he'll definitely at least get to triple A this year. Um, so there's lots of space because there's no Pache. So I mean, yeah. so they're they're yeah. wide open to move him, up. Him and Waters and Travis Demerit. Demerit. Yeah, Demerte. Demerit. Demerit. I yeah. don't know. And also, you, used to be a second baseman. And you also got to think fact. with um, oh, this is Ozuna's got one more year after this. Even though I feel like they're going to move him any chance they get. Yeah, uh, it's coming. Where we've got this year, you got next year, and then we're going to need outfielders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also signed Eddie to a two-year deal too. So mm-hmm. I think they're saying, you know, Duvall. I mean, um, uh, Ozuna's got two years. Rosario's got two years, and then it's Waters and Harris, you know? And I so especially yeah. Trade and Pache, I think that's why the outfield would be Acuna, Waters, and Harris. I think that's what they're hoping. Obviously, things can change, but that's just how the how the years and the numbers work out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about those two. I am too. I've been I've been big Drew Waters guy. Uh, back when we used to have a minor league team, we got to watch him. Yeah, we watched him. Yeah, Annie and Anderson pitched. Riley was there. Yeah, Ryan and I went to like – 45 minutes of a, <laughs> of a Bay, Bay Bears, Bears game. game. Gosh, dude, they don't exist anymore, but the Bay Bears, that was the worst baseball game you could see. Oh, my gosh. But it, it, was, was. it was cheap, and the Braves came sometimes. That's true. So. It was. Um, all right. There's one more hole uh, that we, we need to talk about, and that's the starting rotation. Now, obviously, we love the first three guys, uh, Morton and Freed and, uh, and Anderson. Anderson. Uh, Here's my question. Who are the other two starters? Or three, because we've learned from this week that Snicker says we may do six-man rotation. So we'll just take this one at a time and uh, just kind of say who you think, if it was up to you or, or, or you know, who your favorite candidates to be, those three spots are. Tyler Matzik, baby. Put him in there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm just kidding. Uh, Bryce Wilson. Uh, where, is he with the Reds now? No, the Pirates. Yeah. Rip. Is it the Pirates? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he was traded in the Rich Rod deal. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Double Ugh. yikes. Ugh. 
Oof. So Wait. we gave the Pirates Prize Wilson, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they can have them, I guess. Anyhow, the starting rotation. I think Kyle Wright deserves a spot. Yeah. From his, from, okay, he was up and down all last season, 2020 season two. Yeah. He was up and down. And he proved, I think he proved himself in the playoffs last he year. He did. He did. What was it, like three innings, four innings, where he had shut down ball? Yeah. Wasn't it, uh, it was game five, wasn't it? I think it was. It was game five. Cause it like, was a big spot. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was Atlanta. That was in Atlanta. We could have we we could have won the World Series. That I was game. at that game. Yeah, Kyle Wright pitched. He pitched four, five, four innings. The Grand Slam game, which he came in after Dylan Lee, right? That's right. Because yeah, mm. Dylan Lee That's started. Right. Yeah. Gosh, I was checked out, man. When they started tacking on runs, I was like, "Frick!" Yeah, that was tough. It was tough. Ryan, <laughs> who's your guy? Let's, we can cover. We can go one at a time, and then if, if somebody leaves something out, you can. Cover because I feel like we're all going to say two of the same guys at least. Yeah, I mean, just looking at what we have, um, dude. Honestly, like I think we signed Colin McHugh to be a bullpen guy, but in the past he has started games and not just like as an opener. Like he can, he can stretch out and he can go. Maybe they prep him, you know, for the beginning of the season to to kind of be that five or six guy. You know, hey, we need a guy to run out there. We don't want to just pull somebody up from AAA. He go out, eat up four or five innings. Is you know. he the is he the new Josh Tomlin? Yeah, I think so. I just I, and I he's want, better. By I, a want, mile. Yeah. I want yeah. I want the meme <laughs> the meme where like that person's wearing glasses and it's foggy and stickers like is that Josh Tomlin <laughs> takes the glasses <laughs> off and it's Colin McHugh because that's um, I yeah I loved uh, Tucker Davidson. I thought yeah. his debut last year and his couple of games were awesome yeah and it sucks that he got hurt uh he he almost he pitched in the in the world series didn't he i thought because there was a story about how he watched one game in the lobby of his hotel and then got called up that night i think he was the yeah. replacement for morton that's right actually you're right you're in the right. World he series. did i yeah. forgot if he pitched or it was either long, the world but... series or the nlcs i know mm-hmm. he got up and you know uh-huh. it was like i was thinking holy crap what is going through this kid's mind oh my you gosh know? It's wild, insane. Yeah, you got another guy. Yeah, I, I know he may. I, I, I was seeing some, I was seeing some stuff today that he may need another week or two, uh, either down in AAA or somewhere to get his shoulder right. But Scar, you know, if mm-hmm. I said that correctly, I apologize if I didn't. Uh, but you know, yeah, we're pros. We're pros. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's however you said it now. Yeah, yeah. You know it, but like he was literally like lights out. He was our best pitcher until he punched a wall. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No I lie. mean, it, I mean, if he didn't have anger issues, like we would have won 105 games. Yeah, last year. There's Maybe. No Hot takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I could see him. You know, if he could return to form and yeah, is healthy. Yeah. I think he could be really good because he was last year. Oh yeah, he was very good. Yeah, but like with the shoulder, I mean, near near the end of the season, he had that shoulder inflammation, couldn't get it back down, and uh, I guess he's still dealing with it. What four months later? Odd, but <laughs> I don't know what's wrong <laughs> yeah. with his shoulder. Yeah, I don't know, man. I had a I had a little theory when they scratched that dude in the whatever game it was in the postseason. I was like, man, that dude's scared. Is what I said to myself. <laughs> He may have been. He may have had shoulder information, but hey. Well, he's not we'll throwing know. right now, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so maybe he just maybe it really was a shoulder. Ryan, I don't know. you got somebody else? 
Anybody, any other candidates for the mm, rotation? No. You, what you, <laughs> so you are you are you out on Mueller, or are you just not? You no, just no, no, no. I like Mueller. Mm. I like I, Mueller. My, Kyle Mueller is good. My first thought on Mueller is that just good. I want him in the. I want him in the pen because he throws so hard. Oh my gosh! I think, yeah, I think that kind of guy, like just out for one inning with uh, speed. But I don't know anything about baseball, so so I mean, like, what do I know? But I mean, it looked that way, and because he was making good starts and was like losing it, and I feel like obviously you give that guy all the chances that he needs. But at some point, if you start well yeah. and lose it, it feels like give him one inning, nice work. Yeah, thing. yeah. You know? I'll, I'll say this: anybody but Sean Newcomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that we've talked my poorly goodness. about him three oh times. I'm sure Sean Newcomb is a great guy. Gosh, and, okay, almighty. that's something that frustrates me because this whole time that my my dad is like hating on Luke Jackson, he loves Sean Newcomb, and Yikes. I'm like, one oh of those guys gosh. is pitching meaningful innings. Do you do y'all remember when Sean Newcomb took a no hitter, eight and two thirds innings, and in against the Dodgers? Was it against the Dodgers? Against, I think it was against the Dodgers. Yeah. Oh my. What was I that? It was, that? It was like 2018. Yeah. Hey, what's your what's our second favorite Sean Newcomb highlights? <laughs> <laughs> That's the extent I, of it. I remember watching his debut, uh, and <laughs> funny enough, I think the radar gun was messed up that night, like on the what, uh, Fox Sports South, I think at the time. Uh, rip. And <laughs> yeah, dude was pumping it in there like 99 and i was like which he can do you know like he's done it at times but i was like holy crap like this guy i mean he's the next freaking a rodish chapman <laughs> yeah except he's a starter <laughs> isn't he a, isn't he a free agent still chapman i thought i heard i thought i heard he was a free agent might as well sign him to a one year 60 million dollars <laughs> um might as well but yeah Sean Newcomb, i th- is just one of those guys who never lived up to the potential. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. I'm afraid of that with Kyle Wright, too. I am, too. He's had a couple chances, but but I'm glad that they, you know, I mean, I th- well, the difference is, like we alluded to already, Sean Newcomb's contract is, is uh, non-guaranteed. Non-guaranteed. Yeah. And I think that's the brave show. And, like, I don't know about this, too, but yeah. I think Wright's still going to have all the chances to. Oh, yeah. Well, especially because, like, we, while we've been talking about this, they need him. They've got three starters right now. So like, yeah. it, Kyle, Kyle Wright might be bad and still start five games. You yeah. know, yeah, it's different in regular season. Like you can have a bad outing or two or three, and they're probably still going to run you out there. You oh, know, yeah. they won't give up on you yeah. as quickly. That's why. That, that, that's why I'm hoping the MLB lets uh, lets the teams carry 27, maybe even 28 men for the first month of the season, just so that the pitchers can whatever, and then then we can carry seven starters mm-hmm. carry 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 all these guys that we've literally been talking about mm-hmm. like we can carry all the pitchers that we want to who do you guys think this can be more like rapid fire if you want who do you think pitches the most innings this year for the braves max freed yeah Freed. he's got to he's got to not get hurt you know what I mean? It feels like he misses like three or four games in a row every time which I know yeah. I mean pitchers deal with injuries but I just want to see a full Max Fried here. Yeah. Also, yeah. I gotta Maybe. say this conspiracy theory stuff. Max Fried needs doesn't need to grow his hair back out again. Last year he came out rocking the flow. Soroka had the flow. Anderson had the flow. Everybody got the flow. Yeah. Uh, flow last year. Uh, Fried awful. Got hurt. Cut his hair. Came back out. Lights yeah. out the rest of the year. So well, I'm just saying, Max Fried, keep your hair short. Wow. Keep your hair short and 
Get your ankle stepped on. Okay. Those are the two we keys. Need to, we need to hire someone to step on his ankle yeah. after, before every game. Yeah. That highlight is still crazy. It is. I, that, oh he, that he could walk. I don't yeah. know. Apparently, like I saw that that dude wasn't wearing cleats. Like he wasn't wearing like spikes. They were just rubber. Yeah. yeah. And so like that's, I mean. Oh my gosh. I mean. I mean A lot it, of them it, were swapping to that now. Anytime someone says like you believe in miracles, I mean, that if that dude's wearing spikes, is that, I mean, he's not pitching right now. He pitched yesterday. Yeah. This yeah. Month, today. Today. Right. He's not pitching today if those are spikes. So March twenty second. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, well, I think that was a a pretty if I have to say so myself, that was a pretty great first episode. I know listen, I know a lot of podcasts that do their first episode and don't post it because it's terrible. Now, I'm not saying that this isn't terrible. I am saying this is our first episode and we're going to post it even if it is. So, uh, I've had a lot of fun, you guys. Uh, this is a blast, man. Tons of fun. It's just one of those things where we do it all the time anyway, so we might as well record it and put it out there Yeah. and yeah. hope that it entertains someone or helps someone or, or something. So, uh, you know, we'll get our groove going. Hopefully we can do this as often as we can or necessary, but, um, Anybody got any final final words? I uh, I knocked on wood when you said hopefully Max Free can stay healthy. So <laughs> that means he's staying healthy. Good, good, good. All right. Well, before we done, I got one last question for you guys. Mm. Do the Braves have the sexiest team in the major league? Thanks, guys, for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at ATBGPod. You can follow us on Instagram at the same place. The theme song today is brought to you by Thomas Rawls. And uh, so shout him out. And uh, we'll see you next time. I drove a long way for this. (laughs) You did. What was it like? Almost an hour got and a half? <laughs> hey. almost got blown off a bridge. <laughs> For real.